0: Good morning. I actually. How's it going? Good, good, good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, we have Tanaya and Sarah now.
1: Good
2: morning. Somebody new as well, named David Mange, joining. Hi, David. Hello. Hi, David. David. Hey, David. Mange. Hello. Hello. Can you
0: hear
2: Good morning or evening okay. depending okay. on where you are <laughs> yes. Morning. welcome to a weekend chat david where are you from uh virginia i'm actually very close to brandon uh, uh started chatting about uh, a few topics but if uh, there's nothing today new we can just uh, ask folks so i'm gonna like randomly pick on people like sam for example since These volunteers for these types of things. So Sam, tell us, kick us off with something that you've been thinking about with regards (laughs) to all all of this.
0: I actually, um, so what we discussed last last week was uh, something much higher. And also we had a separate discussion over cause and effect. I was just Mm -hmm. thinking about uh, these two basic mortal things that we revolve around. Uh, in this whole drama called as uh, uh-huh. multitasking, multitasking,
2: law of attraction—it's called life, the drama. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah, the, the drama. drama. So I actually uh, gave it a thought, and uh, I wrote uh, a social media post about it: how uh-huh. how uh, uh, you get dreams done. So uh, uh-huh. the whole concept revolved around. Uh, you having uh, the the eureka moments. So uh, I was defining. So you have uh, a eureka moment when your mind is at ease, uh, and uh, I I defined it as wait. Let me just uh, reread it because that will be better for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the post uh, subject is in pursuit of the eureka, and I was like. Um, great ideas don't just happen however it may seem eureka moments are not random at all ideas always happen every single moment and ideas happen based on what's on your mind the more you multitask the more ideas on your mind the more ideas will come to your mind simple logic but that's not what we want we don't want 100 ideas what we desire is that one idea that changes everything for the better That one idea to escape the narrow crowded lanes of the rat race and merge onto the limitless autobahn. A zeitgeist with your signature all over it. So, the more more you multitask, the more scattered your ideas will be. All these ideas feel great at first glance, but then as you think harder, the idea sounds stupid, naive and flawed, incomplete. Something feels missing. It all comes down to cause and effect. An idea is seen as the most creative answer to a question. The weaker the foundation of the question, the weaker the answer. Similarly, the powerful the question, the powerful the idea. Greater the cause, greater the effect. So why not try a different strategy for a change? You need asking. Take your dream, your life goal or your office project. Whatever you are most passionate about at this point of time. But only one, that's the rule. Spend a day on it. Tire yourself out. Spend days on it. Ask the most basic questions, the most stupid questions, all kinds of questions, till you have one very meaningful question. A question that stands on top of a lot of homework. And when your mind has done enough, get some rest, give it time, let it sit undisturbed. Be patient. It's like baking a cake. It'll rise when it's time. It can be the next time you shower, you dream, or sit on the pot without your phone. And just like that, Eureka, you will have that groundbreaking solution. It will happen and I assure you it will. So never underestimate the sheer will of a limitless mind. And that's how law of attraction works by unit asking. So yeah, this is what <laughs> I just came up with after all.
2: Everything is quite true. Yep. You know, quite
0: no, on true. On level. The the drama the yeah.
2: that you living The with. only the only thing I will say is there comes a point where the question of multitasking and unitasking has no relevance. Hmm. The notion of a task is only with respect to its outcome. Notion. Otherwise, what is the task? Hmm. The cause and you have an expectation, you know.
0: Hmm. Of
2: something will happen. Otherwise there is no task, right? Hmm. Multitasking is when you have so many expectations, you want everything to happen, then your Mm. mind is scattered. Mm. Unitasking is, oh, I'm going to try to have only one thing and all that. Mm. But it's again another idea-based thing, no? I will do multitasking, I will not do multitasking, I will do unitasking. Mm. Whereas the ideas, like you said, come and go on their own, you know? Mm. So to see who is the one who is doing the task, Monty or Uni. Mm. The question of cause and effect and free will are very, very closely intertwined. You know, For there to be cause and effect, free will is a given. It means there has been something you did, somebody did, which is the cause. Mm. And it presumes that there is an effect. That there is something that has occurred. Correct. Both of those are, are needed there for you to talk about cause and effect, right? Mm, mm. But we also discussed last time which one comes first, yes. the cause <laughs> or the effect? Yeah, that was just what I was going to ask. You. Yes. Mm. You, you, so you, the I answer typically mm. typically people say cause comes first. Cause creates the effect, right? Cause is the cause of the effect. But is it really that?
1: Mm, I've I strongly feel that the present is what um, dictates the past
2: mm-hmm. what I mean by sense. the cause and effect yeah what I mean by that is only when you observe the cause I'm sorry only when you observe the effect do you search for a cause right the cause yeah. is never observed until you see the effect no? means the effect comes first yes and then you imagine the cause Right? Because otherwise it's neither the effect is nor the causes. If one doesn't observe the effect, then the question of cause doesn't arise. Right? So the
1: That's fantastic, man.
2: (laughs) Right. So it's very simple, right? Cause and effect ends the minute you see that which one comes first. So karma, the law of action and reaction. Right? That is what we are discussing, cause and effect, action and reaction. The inevitability of action. And then a reaction is also inevitable. But when both of them are taken to be just the process, the actual happening has no relevance, right? It's simply a process. It, this happened because of the previous thing, and the previous thing, and the previous thing. So the very question of free will does not arise.
3: So, isn't it like, because cause and effect is just this idea that we're really adherent to. We, It's not a real thing in like the big sense.
2: Because No, you have to examine it where do you, more It's detail. arbitrary where you draw the line of what caused. No, first what. let's talk about effect, right? Where do you
3: say it? who caused what caused what? Yeah,
2: I'm right. asking you now. Let's say that you're walking on the street and you have your favorite uh, car is parked uh, just where you left it, you know, you went for an ice cream, a beautiful new car. And suddenly you see this idiot person driving like a crazy person and just completely sides swipes it, right? And the guy's talking on his phone while driving, taking a turn, like on the wrong side, whatnot. And he just completely sides, swipes, swipes your car. Okay. Now, what happened? What was the cause and effect? Uh, like where do you want to start? The, exactly, I where do you want to start? You can start anywhere. Started it. <laughs> you can start anywhere you want, right? And the reality of what you say happens will be missing. You will just essentially make it up. How dare you do this? You did this? Blah, 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 right? Can't you see how you're driving? You don't know how to drive? All those things.
3: It's really subjective because it I all at best I can only say the
2: cause from my perspective. I don't know. About it. You know start where we started hey uh, Brandon, like, you're breaking up pretty back. bad, dude. Your 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 audio is cutting oh, in and out sorry. pretty bad. We can't hear you. Say it one more time.
1: Does my I, I guess
3: Oh, I was just saying that it's it's arbitrary. Uh, you 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 at best can only speak from your perspective mm-hmm. where it started. Even yes. what about where the guy started? and yes. it's just it doesn't matter where you draw.
2: Right, and if you continue on that logical path, then you would have to have woken up at exactly seven fifteen a.m. that morning and felt hungry because you ate at the previous night The a certain time that you wanted to go and get that ice cream at that exactly that time, right? So who was to blame for your car to be parked there exactly when he was going to sideswipe it? Hmm? So- Go ahead, Go ahead, yeah, Right. go ahead. Go ahead. So I guess what we're saying is, observation of anything is the effect, is it not? One sees something as a happening. That determination that something has happened is based on what? If you just walk in the market, a lot of things are happening. Lots of conversations, this, that. So many things go on in a farmer's market, you know, big one. You walk through it. You come out on the other side. So many things have happened during that walk but you don't know them, right? You don't. You never paid attention. So, so many things happened, but actually you don't know. Nothing happened. You have no opinion on, on those things, right? But suddenly you have an opinion on something you noticed. You see one guy punching the other guy in the back of uh, some farmer's uh, market stall, and immediately you have a reaction, right? How dare you punch him and all? All you know that that punch was the least smallest thing that I did. That fellow would have murdered his uh, mom or something. Right, and he's forgiven him in one punch, that's it, you see, but your opinion has only to do with what you observe. So the effect is, oh, this person punched him, how dare you, right? And the cause is what? This person is an asshole, he's like that, right, or whatever, no, all opinions, no?
1: Essentially saying that no narration is required whatsoever. And it's whatsoever. In fact, narration being being the largest of of our own, my own uh, issues. Yeah. Is it so? So effect is observing.
2: Yes, effect is observation. First of all, you observe something, and the cause of that observation is the fact that you can observe. That's all. Finished. The observation is the cause. That's all. No other cause. If you couldn't see it, it wouldn't happen. That is the ultimate cause. The fact that it can be known is why it happened. If it could not be known, you wouldn't know it and this question wouldn't arise. Is it not?
1: Will you say that sentence just one more time for me?
2: People ask, why did this happen? If they ask, okay, I get all this, but why is it like this? The answer to that is, why not?
1: Well, right, it's simply because because it's been seen.
2: Because it can be. It's possible, right? Everything is possible, that's all. There's nothing that's not possible, you see? So the question of surprise or reaction or narration, comes only when you think something is not normal so to speak not natural you know you react only when it's non-natural things I mean if you go and take a dump there's nothing to say natural process you don't give two hoots about it you don't argue with yourself did I go right did I flush it correctly right there's no discussion it's not important it's critical it happens every day multiple times but you don't think about it So it's natural, nothing to think about a natural process. We don't discuss our breathing or anything that everybody is doing because it's a natural process. So there's nothing to react about a natural thing. It's only when it's unnatural that you react, right? So slowly, slowly you realize that what is not natural? Is it not everything natural? Pandemic, is it not natural? Did we not expect it based on all our actions, how we eat bats and shit and all kinds of stuff? Don't we, you know, have built California on top of a limestone, uh, you know, oven, where every day, every year, the thing gets so hot that you get fires? I mean, that's a natural process, right? So there's nothing to react to, really, is there? Oh, you can react now, though.
1: I was going to say, this is perfect. It's, very, yeah. it's the most comfortable response. Is just like, oh, cool, good, <laughs> relaxed. <Yeah. laughs>
2: That's what it is. It's the ultimate relaxation, you know? And then, when you talk about still minds and all these things, it is not a still mind. Still mind is, you know, it is a clear mind. Because the clarity is lost when the mind is moving, you know? If you're on a train, moving at some... 80 miles an hour and you see another train on another track you know if you don't know your own speed you cannot find out what speed the other train is at, moving at you know it's not possible the reference itself is moving so you can never ascertain what you see as another movement the train your own movement has to be stopped for it for you to know really what is the other movement you know mm-hmm. The seeing cannot be from a moving thing. If you yourself are moving, what you see will appear distorted. So, when the mind is not moving, then one can see clearly what is there. If the mind is always moving, you will be seeing it through the lens of that movement. Otherwise, the car, there was an accident there. You know, two... Two people walk out of the ice cream shop. One is Brandon whose car it is. The other guy never seen it before. They both see the same thing. Reactions are different, you know. Which one is the correct reaction? One guy says, "Oh shit, that car is really, you know. I wish it hadn't happened." Both those guys so sad. The other guy's like, "Fucking, hey, what the hell?" <laughs> like, right? So like, so the two reactions are to the same external event.
1: I mean, did you want some ice cream this morning is that you have ice cream on your mind today possibly possibly <laughs> yogurt seems to be your thing um, thank you this is like you said very relaxing it's, it releases a lot of mind pressure it gone it actually
0: makes you think more on the things that we do that are not just examples but the realities for us
2: yeah so over time you will find that you're in that relaxed state where innovation can happen Hmm. because everything is happening you know but it's being distorted by what is in the mind and what is in the mind is the accumulation of knowledge and ideas. And when I say accumulation, that's because we all want to know, you know, we all want to be knowledgeable, we want to know, knowing, I know that, you know, that I know that is the problem, because it's a limited knowing, you cannot know the reality, actually, you can only know your interpretation of it, and now that we have seen all interpretation is false, what is the use of limiting yourself?
3: I feel like like this is tapping into that whole we live in a universe based of of relationship and everything is related to everything I feel like this is tapping into that I'm reminded that everything is just about relationship Mm
2: -hmm. (coughs) see sir for for there to be a relationship there has to be multiple entities between them that you can have a relationship and such a relationship is based on expectation otherwise you wouldn't call it being in a relationship with that person you know you would just be like I don't like that person or I don't know them I don't care only if your expectations are being met (laughs) are you in a nice relationship with them is it not (laughs) Because on the other hand, there is nobody there to have any relationship with. If you see clearly that there are no multiple people, then who? what is the question of relationship, right? This clarity of seeing results in something called action, which is already complete based on the fullness of reality, not based on the unreality of all the different people and all the things connected and all that. That's all ideas, you know. The reason I say it's ideas is because there are not multiple things connected. Multiple things being connected means there is separation separation, and then you connect everything back. There is never any separation in the first place. There is no two things. One cannot have a relationship. Because there are nothing to have a relationship with. Who will have a relationship with whom? So... This, unless it's becoming very, very clear, the question of relationship and me and the other will not go away. But if you realize this, then so-called relationships will automatically transform. I cannot say it's for the good or bad. It will transform because the truth cannot be, you know, suppressed, so to speak. So it will express itself the way it should rather than you holding it and keeping it in any way which is an unnatural process and it is only causes of you suffering and everybody else suffering. I don't know if that made sense.
3: Yes, that makes a lot of sense. expectations
2: yes the word relationship yes the word relationship is that see people ask a lot about this word love and all you know they say love compassion and all these things the universe is a compassionate universe now right it's already compassionate everybody who's on the planet right now is eating even though they don't all get to eat sushi or ice cream. Everybody is eating. Some people are more hungry than others, but the food is there. All the animals are eating. Birds wake up and find their food. They don't plan anything, they don't have to accumulate. It's there. Whatever is required appears. how did you meet somebody in your life, like how do you meet meet your significant other for example, people think that most important thing is where you go to school, you know, who you meet, who you end up with and some big things right in life, none of which have been determined by you, right, Mm -hmm. it just so happened to be that way, if you look back and Mm -hmm. realize the truth of it and that is the case with everything. So, Tanay, tell us something.
4: Um, so, uh, like, uh, I'm I'm having a bit of hard time understanding the cause and uh, effect thingy here.
2: Hmm. So, uh,
4: See, is you're, an you're the observer.
2: You're the person observing, and you want to understand things. Yes. Therefore, you say, in order to understand things, I need to know what causes what, right? That's how I understand Correct. how Correct. things happen, how it works, how life is, what is it. For that you have to have cause and effect because that any understanding if you don't have cause and effect and the higher order which maintains that cause and effect understanding the theory of gravity will not be useful because it doesn't repeat itself in other words it has to repeat itself it has to always be the same right gravity means 9.8 meters per second square every time it's the same right milk turning into yogurt every time it happens. If I leave the milk out and put in this thing, it doesn't turn into ice cream. Mm -hmm. It always turns into the same yogurt. So this repetitive pattern drives us to thinking about cause and effect. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by cause and effect. For there Mm -hmm. to be understanding, one has to observe something to understand and then understand its cause. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's what is meant by understanding, no? So to understand something is to understand the cause and effect that underlies it. Okay. It and
4: possible? how is this related to, you know, like so um, you know, if if it cannot be known, then you know, I don't know what happened that the part where we're discussing, right? Mm.
2: If you couldn't see what happened?
4: Yes.
2: Exactly. Everything has a cause, right? Yes. So for you to know what the cause is for something, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. fact that you can know something, is it not required? okay we, we I, i'm
4: not sure but we can't do this the other way around like i i know the effect and like from from what i understand like from my limited you know limited understanding limited interpretation of things i understand that science is basically you know trying to find the root causes of things hmm. so and i'm I saying trying to
2: find what... root cause of anything mm-hmm. is the accumulation of knowledge of how something works right yes creating the theory and the whatever mm-hmm. you call the, the is, understanding uh, Yes. That's based on some concepts and theory, right? Correct. This is how it works, right? Mm-hmm. So you've observed the effect and now you're defining the cause. Okay, okay. So you're saying that if I don't Apple know... fell down from the tree. Apple fell from the tree. That's the effect. Why yes. did it happen is the whole theory okay. of, uh, of the, uh, gravitation.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Okay. The effect okay. is the tree fall, the uh-huh. apple falling.
4: I, I, I okay, makes sense, makes sense. So if I didn't see the apple falling, I wouldn't be looking for why apple fell,
2: correct? Correct. Also, if I don't know things, mm-hmm. then if I don't have any way to get knowledge, I cannot mm-hmm. answer these questions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so what exactly first of all, what I, is knowledge.
4: knowledge? I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: so, please, for, please so first of all, what is knowledge we have to see? If I say I want to know how it fell, how come we don't ask, hey, how come suddenly I see this apple falling? Hey, how come suddenly I see these trees? Hey, how come, just now I was asleep, suddenly this whole world came into being. How come we don't ask that question? How come I'm awake? In order for me to see this apple falling, I have to be awake, no? Mm -hmm. In order for the apple to fall, this apple tree has to be there. Mm -hmm. And the earth has to be there, and I have to be there, and everything else has to be there exactly how it is now, right? (laughs) so the cause of this apple falling is absolutely everything no yes 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 yes. which is the cause where is the cause which is it the theory of relativity or theory of gravitation or is that just a small part of the answer
4: it's it's a small part of the answer correct right
2: therefore the actual answer is absolutely everything Mm. okay therefore what is the reason to look for a specific answer is it not limited understanding Mm -hmm. and false knowledge on the other hand you don't need to know about the theory of gravity to live your life you can live your life perfectly fine without knowing anything about the theory of gravity
4: Uh yes yes
2: yes you see so this knowledge is not necessary is it not do I need to know that apple will fall I can see it it's happening no
4: and the fact that uh, Newton for Galileo for that matter investigated it because they got an idea correct like if we trace it back to this because they wanted to know This is what yes. right? and why
2: did he want to know because he, was, thought, he happened to yeah. be there no no it's happened it's just no, no reason it, it, if it was not Galileo it could have been somebody else mm-hmm. so there's nothing special about anything going on mm-hmm. and it's not Galileo who did it it just happened to be there right Is it not? If he wasn't born to his exact parents, who didn't give him the exact experiences, then that mm-hmm. situation would never have arised, arisen. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We were discussing this. The probability of that thing, the probability of probability of that thing happening, is how, how, like always one.
2: Right. Therefore, it was meant to be. Hmm. Meant to be, yes. If it's the, once you understand it was meant to be, then the question of free will disappears. If the question of free will disappears, the question of action and reaction disappears. If the question of action and reaction disappears, then what remains? See, action and reaction or karma is the logical mm. loop. Mm. That's how people live their lives, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. If I
2: do this, this will happen. That happened because this happened. Mm. Conceptual, is it not? <laughs> Why did the pandemic happen? You can give 25,000 reasons. Will any of them be true? That is what is called as the unknowable. The reality is not knowable. And there is no need to know it. That's where the biggest relaxation appears. So
4: I have a question. It is a bit maybe off topic. You tell me if it's uh, if it's not relevant. So somewhere I was reading about, you know, like the judgment days and all. So like the, the, thing is we are, we are just after we die. So basically the premise here was if God or, you know, whoever the creator or the higher being is, he already knows who will do what, because, you know, he knows that if, if, uh, if, uh, if you will be doing this thing or I'll be doing this thing or someone will be doing committing some crime or something, if it is already written, I don't know if it's already meant to be, what's the point of judging people at the end? so the like you know the answer that i remember i think it was some discussion some some group discussion mm. or something that we were doing in college or school or maybe a coaching for that matter It was that free will people have the free will to choose right and you it might be written or maybe something so <laughs> then how does this go around there or is it totally you know not see if you say
2: everything choice? is written before then mm. where is the free will
4: yes, exactly that's what i'm asking
2: if it, Every yeah. single religion, every single spiritual uh, master, every single mm. uh, you know uh, ancient text tells you mm. that this is uh, there is no free will. It's all God's will, and all these <laughs> things. Yet we all mm. argue. Still, in twenty-first century, we are arguing the same topic, mm. right? And just now in this mm. conversation, we went through it at least three different ways that there is no free will, mm. and yet the illusion of free will persists. Mm. Correct. So both the knowledges are in your mind right now. The logical explanation of why there is no free will and your belief that you are doing this. <laughs>
1: but, but I mean, you, uh, you will even hmm. say to, uh, re uh, the dream basically. And, you know, it's, and essentially like seeing it differently. Does that not even, and that doesn't, it's not to, to negate or Free will, or not even to approve free will, simply to say that I am the creating all of this. This is all happening because of me, um, in my sense, in that sense. Uh, That is a fact, no?
2: There is nothing to, uh, yeah, that is a given, that's a fact.
1: So the two things fit together. If I'm not there, okay. hmm. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: If I'm not there, it cannot be happening. That's a given thing. I will not know it, no? So I am required. That's a given, it's a fact. Without me, I'll you know, literally not know that. Right? Yep. So, I, I am knowledge only, is it not? Yes. What do I know about myself at any given point in time? Or what do I know about anything at all is a function of knowledge that I have. Right? Sure. But if I don't have knowledge also, I'm there.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. So, so the question is, what is knowledge And what is not knowledge? Uh, If I say I have knowledge, can I be knowledge?
1: No. Well...
2: I have knowledge, right? Sure. So, same thing. If the dream is happening to me, if I'm witnessing the dream, is there any question about dreaming it? No. It's a happening.
1: Yes. I see. Mm,
2: Yeah. Because we are being dreamed, you know?
1: Yes. Very aware of that one. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, if this is clear, then there is no reaction. Because it's clear what it is.
1: I... Suppose my, I get thrown off a little bit when it, there's any any discussion of, um, of there being uh, uh, not a God but simply imagining that anyone else had control or any sort of insight or any sort of any power to make things have, to, to have dictated things ahead of time, right, to have predestined anything except that it was me, only me, because it's my dream.
2: Yes, but the question of my has to become uh, clear.
1: Well, that seems to me to be only a, f- a flavor, flavor of consciousness. I just happen to be this, this particular flavor.
2: Yeah, uh, when you say flavor, there, there is, uh, I assume you mean like people, different types of people yes. or whatever you consider. Right. Yeah, right. So when I say that's my, the,
1: I only mean this flavor of it.
2: Right. And that's what it is. There is no such thing. Okay. There is no your flavor and my flavor and different flavors.
1: No, your life is not different than mine. And I know that I understand. I, I, I mean... No,
2: the whole question of your life and my life has mm-hmm. to be seen. What do you mean by that? What do you um, mean in the waking state? Right? And in the waking yes. state, so many things are happening and many things are being seen here. Like you're walking through a farmer's market and so many things are going on. Like that well, here also, much is happening.
1: I'll make, it, I'll make it even more specific. Until I stopped arguing with you and <laughs> getting mad about what you were saying and began to understand it, um, I... Life was shit. Um, make you know, but then when when that when these understandings began to fall into place in a way, the knowing completely stopped, as we can tell, um, and the wondering completely has, for the most part, fallen away. So I'm saying that is.
2: Yeah, you're saying it's just ideas, and those ideas are appearing to you. Right. And if you don't identify with them, then you will not see any difference in flavor. Fair Is enough. It not? When you say flavor, it sure. comes from I mean, consciousness has no flavor, you know?
1: Well, I feel like it's only a way of just have for for communication's sake. <laughs> not my not my forte. In experience.
2: But... No, no. In experience actually, if you're feeling different things mm. in experience, one has to see where it comes from, you know, those differences in experience. If you say sweet and uh, salty where does that duality come from the salt and sugar both are inert they don't say that they are sugar and they're sweet and they're all those things and if 10 people eat the same sugar they will have 10 different reactions salt and sugar expression of it which is good or bad or not salty enough or whatever all those flavors of experience does not come from the inert objects See. is it not yes it only comes from you
1: yes yeah I see
2: experience is not derived from objects objects are inert matter the mango which you eat is just dead cells you know energy it has no taste actually
0: see. yes
2: in fact if you are distracted you will not even know what you ate so see very very clearly where is the experience of anything coming from just
1: Mm. just the mind just
2: is it not because you go to sleep tonight there's nothing there and then you're eating a mango and enjoying it and having so much fun with it and all that in your dream there was no mango no world no body (laughs) nothing was there and you had all the mangoes the experience of it was real until you woke up and then you had a craving for mango also
1: mango ice cream even
2: maybe so that's the thing
1: (laughs) yes I see so
2: to see clearly that this is the situation David, do you have any questions for us?
0: No, I actually, I'm just enjoying
2: listening to everyone. Super. (laughs) Thank you. The problem basically for which everybody has is they're all, we're all addicted to experience nowadays people don't want so called material things they want experience mm-hmm. thinking like experience is not material <laughs> whereas it very much is no
4: hey I- i'm sorry can you come again on this experience
2: A- so called experience is it mm-hmm. not material
4: like it's it's an abstract thing like like i, I can't see it i can only feel it like uh, it- uh-huh.
2: There is something called uh, met- like subtle matter okay. and gross matter. You know, gross mm-hmm. matter is like a tree and a and a and a table and a house and a road and, and body and all this gross. You know, mm-hmm. but an idea is subtle matter mm-hmm. because it's still there. It's an idea, specific idea with a specific boundary and a specific structure and a specific something. So it's a thing. An idea is a thing also. It's just that it's subtle. It's not gross. Mm-hmm. But it's matter, you know. It's an actual thing, an idea, is it not? Mm-hmm. It's not nothing.
4: Correct. Uh, definitely, it's not nothing,
2: yes. Right. So, therefore, it is something. And that thing is matter, what you call matter. Matter mm-hmm. is something something that occupies weight and has volume and a definite structure. This weight is zero because it's mm-hmm. subtle matter. But it has a definite volume and, uh, and you know, even weight it can feel heavy and light and all those things Mm -hmm. so it is a real thing you know objects it's an object an Mm -hmm. object of consciousness Mm -hmm. aka knowledge okay right ideas and knowledge are same Mm -hmm. Conceptual, based on memories and other ideas you know So, in, in all of this, what is experience? It is
4: this a subtle matter, of course.
2: Is it, You said it's abstract, you know. Mm-hmm. So, is it abstract or is it not abstract? See, because subtle matter is not abstract. Abstract is there is no matter there. Mm-hmm. It is purely abstract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas mm-hmm. material is not abstract. By, de, by definition, it is not abstract. It is the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. And we just now said that ideas are subtle matter therefore they are not abstract because not all ideas are abstract right some ideas are very concrete is it not yeah what uh, i'm trying to say is experience yeah experience is abstract hmm. but the knowledge of it is not abstract do hmm. you understand this point yes when i eat the mango Just at the point of eating it, there is no description there. I just eat it. It's perfect or whatever. Delicious and whatever it is, it is. Mm. Then the minute I compare it and create knowledge out of it, I say it is like this or it is like that. Mm. It is tasty or it's not tasty. Mm. That is the thing that you call experience, you know? Otherwise, Mm. how do you know you had experience? No, no. The knowledge of the experience Mm. is what I'm referring to
0: the discovery of a new experience
2: not new the fact that you're eating the mango Hmm. even if you've eaten 5000 mangoes before you're eating this one yeah yeah, the very fact that you know that you're eating it that knowledge Hmm. how do you know that you're having an experience that knowledge you know that is also Hmm. knowledge is it not See, either you know that you're having an experience or you don't know, is it not? If you walk through the whole farmers market and don't notice somebody, that means you never had the experience of them standing there. Hmm. Which means what? You did what? not experience it, you did not have the knowledge of it. Therefore, you say, oh, I didn't know, I didn't. it didn't happen.
0: What you didn't sense didn't happen.
2: Yeah, you, you might say that, oh, actually, there's more around me and it happened there and all that. But in all cases, you have had to be there for it to have any relevance of happening otherwise who is it relevant to if it's not relevant to you in any sort of way did it happen (laughs) so the question of anything happening means it has to be relevant to you otherwise it didn't happen right anyway the point I was making is that it's the knowledge of the experience versus the experience itself you see the difference Eating the mango and having the knowledge of eating the mango. Walking through the farmer's market and noticing somebody versus not noticing somebody. It's a rough analogy. But bottom line is, unless you know that you're having an experience of the mango, you cannot compare it with anything else. And if you cannot compare it with anything else... hmm?
4: No, oh, no, please go on. I thought you... Uh...
2: If you can't compare it with something else, then how will you label it?
4: Yeah, very true.
2: So, to see very clearly, what is knowledge? It is nothing but labeling based on the past knowledge. Basically, we live conceptually in in the past, using past experiences as knowledge you're converting experience into knowledge you see otherwise what is there to say the mango was eaten that's all the accident happened on the car it just happened there's nothing to say no reaction no get it fixed and go back home Is this, is this point clear?
1: Yeah, I think, I think that for me, it returns to a no... It's the open... There's no question, no opinion, no... The no-thoughts, the no-mind space is very comfortable and...
2: you will Yes, you will arrive there, not, you will not be able to hold that space because holding that space is an effort of mind.
1: Right, exactly. But having no thoughts so, about it rega- either way no thoughts
2: so not having curiosity about it is when it ends yes otherwise you're curious you know i want to know what is it what happened why did it happen you know all those things but once the curiosity ends because you it will not end simply because you say i don't need to know and all. again another oh. thought
1: Right? it's helpful when I'm told it's none of your business like when I ask a why question and I tell myself that's none of your business it's very helpful it does end <laughs> there's a chance yeah, there's, there's- that is a,
2: a practice yeah. there yes it's a practice right because the question is arising out of ignorance it doesn't need an answer the question itself should not arise right because when that uh, becomes clear it will not arise so it do you understand
1: oh absolutely
2: right so that's what we're talking about the the questioning will end automatically because that is the actual fact of the situation right there's nothing to know there yes if I just tell you that and you accept it as a fact as as another concept it is not actual it is not direct experience of this but the direct experience of this will come when yes
1: (laughs) the other things
2: are not crowding it right So that's what it is. That is what is called as meditation and all that. The remaining as yourself, not being uh, disturbed by any- Narrate,
1: not n- being narrated. yeah, yeah.
2: By any appearances. Because what appears, disappears, right? Yes. Nothing is permanent. So nothing is there to respond to. By the time I say this tree, the tree is aged. Hmm. It's not that tree anymore. By the time I say this body, it's changed. In fact, it's just a bunch of atoms moving at high speed. And in fact, the cells change out every seven years. So in on average, we all have, you know, new bodies every few years. So which one is you? What is it? That word it itself is not existing, you know. There's nothing static. If I point to some object, it's not the object, it's an idea about the object because the actual thing is pure energy vibrating there and changing constantly right is there a tree no only atoms and movement of energy right i call it a tree you call it a tree we both agree we let's call it a tree but is it a tree tree doesn't know that it's a tree oh. so the reality is in our minds therefore there is nothing called reality yeah
1: hmm
2: or unreality the both are ideas to say that this is a dream or not a dream has no meaning in the words like because it's just knowledge you know Hmm. just words but in action in actuality for those that are so called clear then the question of knowledge is not relevant at all right thoughts
4: um i i have to i think meditate over this a bit but uh, a lot of things like uh, it's, it's something like unlearning and relearning. but i again can't use these terms because <laughs> that's not what it is in reality mm-hmm. uh, but i think yes. it will take some more time for me to you know uh, get a hold of uh, the thought process basically
1: Yeah. I find, I find that the only uh, question or, or concern arises when I say, "Well, I do have to interact with other humans," and uh, coming from the space of not asking questions, not knowing, not studying, not wondering, other humans quote, you know, it, it creates distortion. <laughs> and but I noticed that with you. Uh, there is not a distortion now. I know I'm using me and you as separation. I understand that, but you, you that's know because of
2: actuality. You know, yes, that's because of actuality. We all use words to communicate, but what it is does not need words, right? Like if I say yes. this is fire, somebody else calls it it's not fire; it's something else. But if you see the fire there, it's hot. Yes it has no need for description it's a hot fire it's right there you can see me? it you can feel it you can burn things with it it will
1: I see oh I, that clicked I...
2: yes so that is what is Guruji you see he's intense actuality <laughs> yes.
1: yes Guruji I see <laughs> oh man every time not
2: me him yes yes it is actual you know there is nothing here means what is there is the actual thing So you can go there and feel it there Mm. because it's there, that's what it is, there is no need to know about it, it is and that knowledge of what it is and the actual experience is there for you and you know it yourself, when you wake up for example, you know that it was a dream, nobody needs to tell you that. Mm. The knowledge of the reality and unreality both are in you, of any dream. means what the actual knowledge is there just you're not accessing it at that point in time
4: Hmm.
2: is it not otherwise what else is knowing and once you know then what is it all the false knowing disappears then you say I know and I know those things are not true whatever you say It converted into knowledge, but in actuality, it is there, you know. And so that is called the intensity. So you say I, me, you, but the fact is there is nothing there, you know. So that is what is you know called feeling you know feeling it is felt that that experience is there it's very simple and it becomes the natural state because that is all there is in actuality last
0: week amit uh you had uh, you had said that uh we'll be talking about consciousness as well mm-hmm.
2: What is the difference between knowledge and consciousness? That is the question for you to discover for next time. And to, to the cut short answer is we did discuss about consciousness this entire call. Knowledge and consciousness are the same things. So you have to meditate on that and understand how they are the same or why they are different. Whatever you feel, we can discuss that. Makes sense. Well, when you say, Sorry. Hey David. Go ahead. All right. Um, when you say consciousness, um, is that different from awareness or do you mean the same thing? No, I mean consciousness and knowledge are the same things. Awareness does not have any knowledge in it, you know? It's just aware. Not aware of anything. But just aware. You need awareness to be aware of consciousness consciousness is being conscious of something which is why you say consciousness you have to have content to have consciousness but awareness needs no content you know it just you don't have to know anything then you just have to be aware that's a very important question Peeling those two things apart is how you can reject consciousness because consciousness is the very problem right the knowing factor or the so-called knowledge is what is the blocker what you call mind is the same as consciousness is the same as knowledge is it not is there something called mind other than these things or thoughts or ideas or memories and the interplay of these things that's what you call mind that's what you call consciousness And awareness is beyond this. It's the awareness of all of this. Our next chat will focus on this, which is what is consciousness? What is awareness? And what is knowledge?